0: Good morning, City Church. This is City Church Together for Tuesday, June 15th. We're going to be in Acts chapter 8 this morning, starting in verse 26, and I'll read. An angel of the Lord spoke to Philip, get up and go south to the road that goes down from Jerusalem to Gaza. This is the desert road. So he got up and went, and there was an Ethiopian man, a eunuch, and a high official of Candace, queen of the Ethiopians who was in charge of her entire treasury. He had come to worship in Jerusalem and was sitting in his chariot on his way home, reading the prophet Isaiah aloud. The spirit told Philip, go and join that chariot. When Philip ran up to it, he heard him reading the prophet Isaiah and said, do you understand what you're reading? How can I? He said, unless someone guides me. So he invited Philip to come up and sit with him. Now, the scripture passage he was reading was this. He was led like a sheep to the slaughter, and as a lamb is silent before its shearers, so he does not open his mouth. In his humiliation, justice was denied him. Who will describe his generation? For his life is taken from the earth. The eunuch said to Philip, I ask you, who is this prophet saying this about, himself or someone else? Philip proceeded to tell him the good news about Jesus, beginning with that scripture. As they were traveling down the road, they came to some water the eunuch said look there's water what would keep me from being baptized so he ordered the chariot to stop and both philip and the eunuch uh, and both philip and the uh, eunuch went down into the water and he baptized them when they came up out of the water the spirit of the lord carried philip away and the eunuch did not see him any longer but went on his way rejoicing philip appeared in azotus and he was traveling and preaching the gospel in all the towns until he came to Caesarea. That is the word of the Lord from Acts chapter 8. Um, if you've been in church, Sunday school, very long, you are very familiar with this passage. Um, this this has flannel graph written all over it. Um, if you were a kid in Sunday school, there's little green flannel graphs. Fill it, I, I mean, I can still remember it. Um, um, also, uh, this passage is particularly... Um, Uh, meaningful to me because right before this you have uh, if you've got the csb bible you can see it's simon sin and then the conversion of the ethiopian so that represents my youngest two sons um, because i have one my middle son's from ethiopia and my youngest son is named simon and so it's both uh, simon sin and then the conversion of the ethiopian and i've experienced both Um, so uh, very thankful for that and that is neither here nor there to you but um, that's what i read every time i see this now Um, all right uh, but it is true. Your life experiences affect the way you see scripture. And that is a really lame example of it. Um, all right. Let's talk about uh, a here journal through this. Um, uh, the idea that I'd like to highlight in this passage that we just read is um, what happens here uh, to this Ethiopian official. Um, I, I can and have uh, preach sermons on this. I'm going to try not to do that today because there's lots of good stuff in there. Um, but what I do want you to notice is the fact that this, um, this eunuch, this Ethiopian eunuch, um, who was actually very influential and had the charge over lots of resources. He obviously, you know, works for the queen of Ethiopia and has charge over all of her, uh, all of her treasury. So all the gold and the money and such, um, that, um, he is reading, uh, the prophet Isaiah. He is reading the scriptures and I want you to notice um, two things here. One is I want you to notice Philip's readiness, okay, to listen to the Holy Spirit. Um, which you know I, might seem kind of easy when the Holy Spirit like teleports you directly next to a person and says, "Go up next to that person." You know, it'd be nice if it kind of worked that way on airplanes. There is the person ready to receive the gospel. Um, but Philip is Philip is ready. Uh, he is listening to the Spirit. And he is prepared to talk about Scripture, okay? The Ethiopian is eager to do the next right thing, okay? So those are the two things that I want to highlight. The Ethiopian is open and eager to do the next right thing. Philip is open and eager to listen to the Spirit, and he is ready um, to share with this Ethiopian. So you'll notice that this Ethiopian is reading this passage of Isaiah, and I love the verse— Um, in verse, um, let's see, uh, uh, do you understand what you're reading? Verse 30. How can I, unless someone guides me? So invited uh, Philip to come up and sit with him. Uh, the scripture passage was from Isaiah. Ah, verse 35. Philip proceeded to tell him the good news about Jesus beginning with that scripture. In other words, what Philip does here, um, in now the explanation. What Philip does here is he he doesn't say. Um, I'm not familiar with that scripture, but if you'll turn over to Romans, which wasn't written yet, <laughs> but or if you'll turn if you'll turn to this uh, if you'll take this four spiritual laws booklet, or um, oh, you would like to talk about Jesus? I'd like to tell you my personal testimony experience with Jesus. Okay, all that's are fine. A pamphlet, a Roman road. All that's fine. Sort of are sort of canned versions of the way that you know to share the gospel with someone, okay? But notice that Philip being led by the Spirit, one is he listens to the Spirit because the Spirit says go up. So Philip is ready and listening to the Spirit. And two, Philip is, is willing to start wherever this eunuch has him start from. Okay, so the eunuch points to Isaiah uh, 53, and that's exactly where Philip goes from. You know what that takes to be able to start from wherever someone a question someone's at. It, it takes time outside of what you're doing to study the Scriptures. Philip has to be familiar with this. He has to have some idea, some kind of biblical theology. Um, he has to have at least read something somewhere in Isaiah to, to not sort of take the Ethiopian off track, but to actually address his concerns or questions. Um, I think that is very poignant about Scripture, about us understanding the Scripture and us reading Scripture. And some of what, listen, this is very important, some of what you do when you read Scripture is not always for you. Gasp. Sometimes you're reading Scripture for someone else. And this is a part of, um, listen, I do a daily, I do a daily devotional, um, so I, don't hear me saying they, they don't have value. What I'm saying is, some of what we're trained by our daily devotionals to do is only ever read for us. In other words, this is my quiet time to sit down with God where God will speak to me. Listen to me, it is at least that, okay? Not undercutting that. But sometimes, often, in that, we lose that. Man, I might just have a time of reading scripture that I'm just getting familiar with something, and it, it, it doesn't particularly speak to me that day, but it might be a good word for someone else that God might bring apart my path. And that's exactly what happens to Philip here. Philip knows Isaiah 53 because he's read it, he's studied it, he understands it, and then the Holy Spirit uses that ammunition to, bam, put him in with someone else. Now, this to put him in the path of, of someone else who needs to hear that. Okay, now, no doubt that Philip has a personal relationship with Jesus Christ here. Okay, I'm not not undercutting that. And Philip definitely does not always read Scripture for someone else. I wouldn't say that either. But I'm simply want to open us up to that possibility that sometimes you read Scripture and you don't even know what God is doing to prepare you to speak to someone else. Your Scripture reading is not always for you. And Philip has got to be attuned to the Holy Spirit's calling to him to talk to this Ethiopian. And he's got to be ready with Scripture to meet the Ethiopian where he is not to just blurt out a gospel presentation, okay? Notice the Ethiopian, okay? This will be our last sort of explanation. The Ethiopian, after he hears about Jesus and believes, the Ethiopian is eager to be baptized. Notice what he does. Look, there's water. Well, there's water. Why, can't it, why can't I be baptized? In other words, the Ethiopian is eager to be identified with Jesus. Church, I find this over and over and over um, in our ministry here at City Church. Um, often people have to be talked into being baptized. Now I realize that sometimes there's an understanding that has to happen. What it, and, and I get that. It's a weird thing to stand in front of people with your clothes dripping wet. I get that. However, um, what my prayer for our church and just for Christians in general would be is that we would have the the, the eagerness of this Ethiopian eunuch to identify with Christ, not only in the waters of baptism, but in every area of our life. How can my life represent a baptized presence of Jesus, where, where I am completely immersed in him and in the community that he sets apart, the church, um, whereas my life can be an example of baptized presence in others? So yes, an eagerness to get in the water as a symbol of your, of your unification with Christ and his death and resurrection. But even more so, an eagerness to represent him in the world, to be unified to him. That's just that I find that um, to be less and less common, that someone is eager to be baptized. Someone is eager to identify with Christ. Um, which starts to sort of be a separation of what Jesus does for us. You know, it's sin management. Oh, Jesus washed my sins away. I will receive that. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, now you want me to live my life and identify with Christ? And you want me to do that in front of people? And then it's like, okay, well, can I read a six-page article on why this is necessary? You know, it's like the Ethiopian eunuch doesn't need any of that. He just says, wow, this is what this suffering servant did for me. This is what I get to have. I don't have to be an outcast. One more interesting thing about the passage that this Ethiopian is reading. I believe it's the very next chapter in Isaiah. I think it's Isaiah 54 talks about the way that God through this suffering servant is going to bring an inheritance to eunuchs. Of course, eunuchs aren't going to be able to have children, right? Uh, Google eunuch, if you need to understand what that is, right? Uh, A a eunuch is not going to be able to have any kids, and yet the promise through this Messiah is that he will have a heritage, that the eunuchs will be invited in, and he will have a heritage. You know, there used to be a sign outside the temple that eunuchs were unclean, that they were not welcome in the temple. This man seems to be uh, coming back from the temple, um, where he probably would have been very discouraged as he goes into the court of Gentiles to find out about this god, Of the Israelites that he was not allowed in imagine him continuing on after this conversation reading Isaiah 54 and going wait a second the eunuchs are allowed in The eunuchs get an inheritance the eunuchs get kids in this family What a blessing that is to that eunuch Where he had been shut out he has now by the spirit of god and by one of god's people philip listening to the holy spirit being familiar with the scripture could lead him right into that of course, he's eager to be baptized. Of course, he's eager to be united to Christ. Our application is this one, let's listen to the Spirit more. Let's listen to him all the time. Two, let's get familiar with our scripture. City Church, I, I know we harp on this, but I, I just, I have never seen a flourishing Christian that is not familiar with the scripture. I just, I've never seen it. Three, Let's be eager to represent Jesus. Let's be eager to identify with Jesus. And let's, like, let's not put off obedience. Maybe this is you today. Maybe you've never been baptized, or maybe you know that Jesus is calling you to be baptized. You've just been dragging your feet. Let's just get some Ethiopian eunuch excitement. Uh, that would be triple E, not triple A, Ethiopian eunuch excitement. All right, like, yes, I'll identify with Jesus. Yes, I'll be baptized. That's you, elders at boroughcitychurch.com we'd be happy to set you up for that. Um, And now let's pray because all of that definitely takes the work of the Holy Spirit in us and through us. So let's be silent and pray together. Our father, we often turn off the voice of the spirit or not turn him off. We just shut him out. We, we put in our spiritual earplugs so that we can go on about our day. I imagine Philip had some things to get to that day before he was spirited away um, to, to next door to this Ethiopian eunuch's chariot. Um, and yet, when you sent him, um, he went, he listened, um, he was attentive. And we, we want to listen to your spirit, God, will you open up the ears of this church, these people, uh, the people who are listening on those podcasts, to hear your voice as you call us to share the gospel with people. And then, Father, help us to know the scripture, not only for our own good, but for others' good, so that we can point them to you as they read the scripture, and as we read scripture with them. And then finally, God, give us that Ethiopian eunuch excitement that says, look, here's water. What would hold me back from doing exactly what Jesus commanded me to do? What stops me from being identified with this Savior, this wonderful brother who's invited me into a family? God, give us that eagerness as people come to know Christ through City Church. Will you bring up more of those people who are ready and eager to take the step of baptism to say, yes, Jesus is with me, so I'm with Jesus. Heavenly Father, we rely on you for all of this because none of it is easy, but we believe that you will speak to us by your Holy Spirit and by your Word, and we believe that you will speak through us by your Holy Spirit and your Word. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Spirit, amen. City Church, go and multiply the gospel.